0: And now,
1: coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the
2: one, the only Pucko podcast.
1: Uh hey, Thatch, I'd like to request being done recording in about two hours. Does that sound okay?
0: Yeah, no, that's definitely doable. I have to leave to go tutor anyway.
1: Oh, uh what are you tutoring? Uh, physics. Uh, oh, physics! Oh, physics! Yeah, but that must be fun. Uh, yeah, you know, it 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 gets me paid. Uh, don't don't you just do it to help people? It- no, it's all about the dollar dollar bills, y'all.
3: Ground champions eagle, oh, yeah. Fuck up. Grab your friends, it's that time again. Listen to the shit with the fuck never ends. ends. It's fuck up. Oh. Fuck up. Oh, yeah. I'm again. Fuck up. Your host, Straight Death, and your co-host, Larry oh, Hass. Puckle. Puckle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Puckle.
0: Puckle. And welcome to the 166th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my co hosts, Skaron and Shamu. And we're here to bring you another Puckleicious episode. So, puckle up your puckle belts. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's how you open a show. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. So obligatory. What have you guys been doing in Pokemon lately? Question.
1: Well, I've been doing a lot of Pokemon breeding just to have some sort of project to do. Uh, okay. I recently finished one of the hardest known breeds in Pokemon, which is Mantike. And to commemorate, Why were you
0: breeding Mantike?
1: I'm actually thinking I'm going to use Mantine on my Pucklecon VGC team. Oh, but as what do a, you mean?
0: Why, why Why did you bring Mantike as opposed to Mantine?
1: Oh, uh, well, Mantike gets the access to Tailwind. Oh, okay. That's why. Which makes it a better support yeah, Pokemon. I understand. And this that. is one of the hardest Pokemon. Is Tailwind a tutor move? Wait. Um, not, no, I don't think so. I'm it's pretty not sure it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is, if, now. If I'm If it is, sure. then I, you have ruined my life.
2: <laughs> I'm checking it right now.
1: Okay, if. I really hope that it's not because I want to feel special. I remember
2: that being...
1: Okay, Sorry, I'm looking at it, it right now. Sure. No, it is not. Okay, uh, thank God. The, okay, there... <laughs> because it's, if this whole thing could have been avoided, that would have been awful. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, Very hope, I'm going to be going for helping hand on it, though. But uh, anyway, I named it to commemorate yeah, well, the... The, the, the breed finishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I named it Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that's those. great.
0: No, because breeding anything with incense is awful.
1: It is awful.
0: It is um, awful.
2: Scrum, it's it's a tutor move. No what? way. It's a tutor no. move in it black is. and
0: white too, not in
2: new and one. And X and, and yeah, Orez. I just looked. Where in Oras? It doesn't say it on
1: uh, Bulba. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Yep. Move no, tutor number P- four. P- Look at that. It's it's on Orez tutor moves. Yeah, it is. Oh. <laughs>
1: We're so sorry, Scrawn. We feel I'm, funny. I'm done. We're moving to the next section now.
0: Okay, so Shamu, what have I'm you been done. doing Pokemon-wise? Other than crushing to...
1: Scrawn's dreams. <laughs> what have
0: you been up to, Shamu? Like
2: nothing. I've never been playing Pokemon. Oh, Play, really? I actually... Okay,
0: so, fun story. This week, I was going to do the Battle of Hoenn. And I, like, came up with the team, and as I was, like, putting the team together, I was running really close to the registration deadline. So I get the team I... done within, like, five minutes of the registration deadline. First of all, I did not know how to register, so that was a problem. I missed it, uh, for any of you that were actually curious. And so I did not sign up because I was very ill-informed on how to sign up for these tournaments. Uh... I'm about to do it next time because you're supposed to like register on your Pokemon Global Link account, and then you download oh, the ID. Yeah. So you know. that's what the problem was. And yeah. so future reference for anybody trying to do these, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign up for the next one though. The next one's up very soon. So I'll
2: get you a Rocket Tyrant or thirty Tyron. I whatever mean, it was.
0: meh. I'm not even worried about that. Yeah, I just wanted to I compete want to because post. I did hear rumors that to compete in like nationals. You need like a play point
1: or something, um,
0: or like signing that, up for one of these competitions. That is or... true. I
1: think those. Okay. Uh... It depends on the format that you're going into. If you're going to be doing TCG, no, I we... heard they did it for the VGCS though. I no, that is it. not the case. You do are not sure? need prerequisites. I looked it up. Made <laughs> no,
2: no prerequisites for it's, it's worlds. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. So you need to... I had it backwards. Yeah, I'm but still gonna do you, it. If you do want to do the TCG, you need to get 10 play Pokemon points.
0: I'm still gonna do it okay
1: uh (laughs) either way that's good it would it would be kind of a disappointment to find out that there were prereqs yeah if they just like
0: made prereqs for some reason and you know we should at least
1: have thatch participate
0: (laughs) i mean i don't know that i want to but i should i definitely want to uh i want to build a vgc team i'll probably start working on that after i get my what's the next one called it's like battle of generations or something
3: um, I'm not a third Yeah, it's though. the Battle generation of
0: Generations. Generation Showdown. Yeah, the Battle of Generations, which registration starts on, like, the 4th or something. And, yeah, the 6th. It
2: starts...
0: It starts on the 6th, and the battles go the 13th to the 14th.
2: What? Wait. For oh, the... when the new 3DS yeah.
0: comes out. That's really cool. The
2: Generation yeah. Showdown's a bit different.
0: Yeah, it's a bit different. It's
2: registration from 5th to 12th, and then February 10th to release to the weekend.
0: Yeah, and then it's just you the have week,
2: and then you have, like, the weekend.
0: Yeah, um, that's how all of them are, though, typically.
2: Yeah, usually.
0: No, so I'm pretty I'm pretty excited, honestly. But yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna build one of those and then I'm gonna work on VGC. And once I'm done with VGC and then hopefully I'll become a master of VGC. I've
1: actually been tearing up Little Cup lately. Oh Little Cup. Little I've been Cup. Tearing so up Little Cup. There's a trick to winning Little Cup, and it's called put knockoff on everything.
0: <laughs> no, knowing winning Little Cup really like... is actually like I like no like I know there are probably some people who are really good at Little Cup. But oh, yeah. honestly, so like compared to playing OU, where everybody and their brother is playing it, like none of the good people are actually playing Little Cup unless you're in like the top 100 or so. Yeah. So it's, like... so See, it's literally I've it? had people that were ranked like in the top 200 play me, and they'll use like Shadow Sneak on a normal type, or yeah. just mm. just a move that's completely like not the right move to make.
1: Yeah. I generally stay uh, clear of Little Cup because of some of the saltiness of the people in that tier.
0: <laughs> I really like it. It's a lot of fun. I thought it was like, a lot in- very interesting. I only- it's a very. I-, I-, I honestly, I would recommend it to somebody trying to get into the meta game, mm. because especially if you're practicing on the simulator, because first of all, the skill level isn't nearly as high as an OU. You're not going to feel Definitely. like really bad that you're stuck at eleven hundred, but. In little cup, you know, people are. It sounds. It feels like a lot of people are trying to figure it out, and you know, it's a good way to figure out speed tiers and everything else, Mm. and to work your brain to get into the right way.
1: I definitely say that team building is more influential in little cup than in other tiers.
0: I mean, I built my team that I got to the top three hundred with in like twenty minutes.
1: All right. So, (laughs) So it's it's
0: really not that hard. If you run Diglett and like something else, and you're <laughs> Diglett
1: uh, is—I don't remember if Mistrevis has been banned. It was a I'm long not sure. time. I, I've been
0: running. I've been running like Apom, Mistrevis, or not Mistrevis. No. Apom, uh, Diglett, Duskull. I've been running Duskull over
2: Ghastly, which is actually okay, worked dus- out very Duskull well. Okay, Duskull
1: sounds me. really good.
0: <laughs> it actually works out really well. I've been running Volibee, Oh. Which Volibee is just like the greatest thing in that game.
2: Vullaby is a good. Wall. I think the Pokemon that are banned in Little Cup are. Um... I think meditating.
0: Yeah, meditating. Still, um, with
2: Swirl- swirlix. I think. I'm not yeah, sure. Uh, Cause swirlix with some um, baton- or with belly oh, drum yeah. and bird and shit, and it's just, um, oh, what else is banned? Don't, don't, know. Know don't worry I about talk, it. Don't, don't worry about it. I want to know now. But either way, like uh, I don't know. Yeah, I just no, put the exactly. team together
0: by looking at the weaknesses that I had, and it just it felt together pretty pretty well. Maybe I got lucky and put just the right six together, but. I like to think that. So, I guess Uh we should move on to the news. So, cue the epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in... And in the news, we have a lot of great stuff this week. Uh, first and foremost, the stuff that you guys are probably waiting for us to talk about is Pokken or Pokken Fighters. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, but they were featured on the monthly fa- 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 Famitsu... I can't say it. Uh, famitsu? Something like that? <laughs> famitsu. I don't know I like
2: either, that. but... Monthly
3: Famitsu
0: it. stream. Uh,
3: famitsu.
0: And we've, we found three more fighters. Soikun, Gardevoir, and Pikachu. Obligatory Pikachu is obligatory, and <laughs> but soycoon is definitely one of the more interesting choices, I believe.
1: Yeah, I just you wouldn't really see it coming without the other two.
0: Yeah, I definitely, I definitely yeah. would not have expected soycoon I expected a lot more humanoid Pokemon and Pikachu, but I'm really excited that soycoons in this. I did, I did see Gardevoir coming because what is? Oh my gosh, I forgot the name of the game. Uh, the oh, other fighting Pokemon game.
2: Wild type. Yeah, Pokemon Wild type, 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 type including Gardevoir. Yeah, type, type wild. wild. Type wild either way.
0: Yeah, included Gardevoir and it was very I I just thought that was going to happen. I thought they would be dumb not to pull the entire roster from that. But
1: <laughs> I'm still looking for Swallot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would love Swallot, but I, I don't know. Like, Soykun is like a level above including Swallot in a fighting game. Yeah, I think. <laughs> and watching some of the uh video was really cool.
2: The video is really? kinda cool of it, yeah. yeah. Like it just kinda like swirled around and it like really looked cool in all mm-hmm. actuality. And
0: like, not to mention that they have a controller essentially as the controller, So of the traditional fight stick.
1: Yes, and it uses a D pad.
0: Yeah. Not to mention there's also support Pokemon, so a lot of Pokemon are gonna be seeing their uh see, seeing like a debut in this three D model wise.
2: I think we only have the like, we only have four support. I yeah, they've now. only
0: showed four support so far, but I would be I think it would be ridiculous if they were not to include more. We should Freaking probably Lapras. say,
1: uh, yeah, it's Lapras, yeah. Fennekin, Snivy, and uh, Emolga. Emolga, That's yeah. It
0: yeah. And I'm just, just I don't know, I'm really excited because it's actually going to be like a console release. I'm excited not for Pocken Fighters, no, don't get me wrong. It's going to be a cool game. I will more than likely purchase it. And well, we can we'd... do an episode on it in the future. But I really would like to see these models be reused in a Pokemon stadium since the models will be a, will have been created. <laughs> and that, that would be nice. I would be so happy with that. I oh. cannot express how happy I would
1: be. I want a model as cool as Kangaskhan's Coliseum Sprite.
2: <laughs> yes. So
1: it's says bouncing around
2: oh! like there's no tomorrow. Just, just like fanning out. See, they're just flying everywhere. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, so it
0: would fun. be great. I mean I mean I would just really like to see a more fluid stadium game, but that's just me, and I'm going to keep wishing this until I die. Oh
1: no, don't be so morbid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if it comes out, I will be incredibly happy. I will be so happy if that's what happens. Well,
1: my prediction is that it will probably just stay on arcade games, at least in the near future. Oh no,
0: I think, well, they showed it on American trailer, that's the only reason. Uh, because arcades aren't big here, right? So they're go- yeah. that means they're going to be announcing some kind of console release date in the future. They're going to start. They're obviously going to do the beta first, and then it's going to that's morph into the beta a there, console game. Yeah, they're just game. testing
2: it, and then, yeah. Okay. I, I just that's one thing that kind of it's kind of creeps me out, but it's actually cool. But like, speaking is really realistic. Mm-hmm. and that's okay. like really like. Just, if you yeah, if you, like look into it, you see all the fur and it's like veins yeah, i like, really I'm, like I, I like really it, hope but... that
0: they use these models for Pokemon Stadium. I I would really love I it. I just
2: don't know if I could look at that more than once. <laughs> like that thing I, is just crazy.
0: I can look at it all day. It's fine. Uh moving good, on. No doubt, but like... We should probably move on and we're gonna spend the entire episode talking about this. <laughs> uh so the uh the hu- Unova starters with their hidden abilities are available in the United States now, no longer just a Japanese exclusive. So you, right now, you can actually put in the Superior cord, uh, code, Pokemon four nine seven, and download a
1: Contrary Superior. Or and you this, could do Pokemon five hundred. Well, no, it's not out summer. yet.
0: That's not out until next week, I believe.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, it's not out.
1: And
0: but Pokemon five hundred will be re- available next week, and then the week after that, you'll get. Uh, Pokemon 503, and you'll get Samurott
1: with shell armor. Yeah,
0: because that matters.
2: And everyone wants.
0: Not to mention yeah. Reckless Embor. Those are my favorites. Contrary Superior. Pff, nobody wants that.
1: Reckless Embor is where where it's at. Yeah,
0: definitely, definitely Reckless Embor. I think it's very interesting though that it got released in the U.S. because this has happened a lot in the past where Japan will get these cool events going on, especially over Wi-Fi, and then it just won't happen in the U.S.
3: Or yeah, any not? other why region, can't... for
0: that matter. And it's very interesting it that everyone, it's actually maybe. happening like all over the world. Even if it was a couple of weeks late, I still think it's very cool that it's happening all over the world. Yeah, yeah that's nice. I mean, it's a, it was a tease, but whatever. else? <laughs> I'm not sure there's much other Pokemon news in reality, because there's not much else going on in the games. But we do have quite a bit of Puckle news for the community. Of course. So, yeah. Scrawn and I were going to talk
1: first about PuckleCon. Yes, which we're still working out in the details for um well, we actually would like a bit of user input on whether you would like to be congregated in one place, like staying in like a general puckle sponsored hotel, or if you would like to just kind of do your own thing and like meet each other at various events around Indianapolis throughout the weekend and we're just looking for a little bit of input on that regard we're still researching i we think we found a good hotel if we do decide to Mm -hmm. do that um but other than that uh, once the first of february hits there will be a post on the site talking about PuckleCon. so prepare yourselves for that
0: we would definitely because i'm really excited for it i'm i've got the time off essentially for it and i just think it would be cool to See at least everybody, and we can go watch some Pokemon battles in the process. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. Yeah, there's plenty of stuff to do in Indianapolis as well. It's the homeland for myself.
1: But <laughs> we can go watch some drag cart racing. <laughs> uh, we can go or visit some... the uh, Indy 500 track. Yes, or uh, and... watch some high school marching bands. <laughs> <laughs> I think Actually, that's what awesome. it's known for, right? <laughs> no, it's known for. I think it's. I think it's the Indy 500. Indy 500, oh yeah. Indy
0: 500, but that will take place like a month before we're actually there. So. Oh,
1: that's awful we, <laughs> we can pick up the trash from it. Yeah, exactly. We could
0: some- probably can- soak up some milk from the guy that won. <laughs> um, but I, I'm really excited for Public con, so please do let us know so we can help plan this to make this a better event. So, like, I don't want to... Like, I can't afford to buy out a hotel and, like, reserve the rooms. But we did find a... <laughs> We did find like a cheaper alternative. I think it was about 70 bucks a month, uh, night, not a month. Uh 70 yeah. bucks a night, which would include like two beds in the room. So, theoretically no. you could split it up with four people if you're super comfortable with that. And <laughs> or you know, theoretically or you, you, you could people.
1: choose not to. <laughs> yeah, theoretically
0: you could choose not to. Uh, uh, but
1: I did make sure that it has continental breakfast.
0: Yes, of course. Why would you go to a hotel that doesn't have a continental breakfast?
1: Exactly. That was one of the most important factors. <laughs> I was looking for a pool. Yeah.
2: Uh, a pool? <laughs> I, don't eat, I don't eat breakfast. I was uh,
1: looking for a pool. No, I I'm no going to go
0: swim in the pool. Blind. I'm looking for one of those late night pools so I can get back at like midnight and go for a swim. <laughs> uh. Oh, That sounds... <laughs> but yeah, PocoCon should be a lot of fun, especially if you... He, I've heard a lot of people like are going, too.
1: Yes, Just we've had a lot talk. of interest. We'll see uh, how that follows through. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, of course, we're gonna have to like have you sign liability things in case you get lost. Well, or something. we won't and make this officially to... public yeah. or
0: something. It's just us hanging out or something.
1: All right, that sounds that sounds like a good plan.
2: Either way, uh, then we're gonna sacrifice a few chickens.
0: <laughs> we got a uh, we've got Shamu. He wanted to talk about some UUTC stuff. Yeah,
2: because I haven't been able to be on here to talk about it. But for for people who are still participating, please check the updates on the site, please, because some people haven't, and it's just. Sometimes people get out of the loop. And that's, those are pretty much updates. If mm-hmm. Things change. Anything that happens, that's it's on the update. The one for this week isn't up yet. I haven't gotten to it, but... Um, it will be by
1: the time you're listening to this. Yeah, yes. it probably will be Yeah, by the time
2: you're listening. But please check those. Um, what was other? Okay. Um, Also, for people who don't understand when the battles need to be done by, they need to be done before Sunday.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Not on Sunday, before, because I do the brackets and all of the updates Saturday night. So, well, I guess Saturday night, Sunday morning, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they need to be done before Sunday. So, that's pretty much it. I just yes. need to get those two things though. Yes.
0: Uh, I have one thing that I would like to do. I'd like to thank a lot of people in this past month. Actually, we've gotten a large number of donations in this past month. Yeah. And we, as I've told you guys earlier this week, we have finally actually hit, like, the mark so we can pay for the website for two y- two years, like, in a row. Which is going to be great. By no means does this mean I wish you guys would stop donating. Because the- if we had some money now, I could actually start putting it towards projects that I'd like to institute. But, <laughs> you know, right now I'm kind of, like, in a bliss, though. You guys own me for another two years. You guys own me until, like, April <laughs> 1st. Soul. You owe me until April 1st, 2017. So Thatch is
1: your personal podcasting slave.
0: <laughs> I am your personal podcasting slave for the next two years. Just gonna throw that out there. So I hope you all uh bask in that glory. Uh there are several people that I would like to thank I think Mr. Maximus was one of those people. Uh there was well, we had a really... man named David Underhill. He donated the final push. That was which wonderful. Is great. And let's see. Yeah, other than that, there's just like, uh, I can't see. Uh, but thank you if you did donate. I thank you so, so much for everything. So, yeah. Uh, keep on donating. Maybe we can make the show a lot bigger. We can do institute a lot more content-related things. Maybe even improve the show a little bit. Thank you for all of that. Like, that is definitely... I, almost, I was so happy. That, like, made my day when we got that final donation. I'm just like, wow. These guys actually came together and raised, like, $100 in a month. That's nice. And gave us that final push to, like... Yeah, no, it's great. Like, we have enough people doing that. And it's it's great. It, what makes me feel even better is that I had enough people doing that that thought that this show was worth donating to. So, <laughs> that, that's the biggest compliment I've received. <laughs> So, yeah, thank maybe. you. Keep it up. Keep it up. Maybe we can do something else with that. With some of the funds, maybe we can. I don't know. I don't know yet. I have some plans on the back burner because personally, to make money,
1: I'll be uh, pushing for uh, some real badges for the summer league. <laughs> that would be really cool, actually. If people would donate, <laughs> I would do that. I would be down
0: for that. Even if we did something where we could just where you paid and you got them at cost or something, mm. you know? Yeah. That's a good idea. We should look into that, Scrum. Like, 3D printing can't be that expensive. Yeah, it's probably mm. mm. I can get it done on campus. Oh, here comes Shamu to ruin your hopes oh, and dreams. <laughs> If
2: you can get it done on campus, you might be able to work something out. Yeah, I like, could probably work something out, so don't worry about it. Because it can get expensive.
0: Yeah, no, it can. It definitely can. If you do it in bulk, I think it's a bit easier.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, it'd be a bit easier, I think, if you do it in bulk. But... So, you might, it you would definitely be, it would
0: definitely be a feel-the-interest-in-it thing, so...
2: Yeah. We'd have to yeah, feel just, it out. Think about it. I can actually design the badges, because I have... I do drafting stuff.
0: We can talk just, about could that.
2: Three, yeah.
0: We could talk about that, Shamu. We'll talk about yeah. that later. Uh, I think that's it for news, yeah. especially in Puckleness. So, let's move on to the topic after the short break.
1: Hey, what's up, you Weedles? This is Trainer BosaFist, and if you haven't signed up for the Puckle Podcast website yet, then you are crazy! You can earn badges and make friends and Get on the chat box and hit up me and other uh, podcast members. Talk about Pokemon. You can like us on the Twitter, the Facebook, the Tumblr. Do anything you can to get your Puckle fixed, right. If you haven't already, help us out by reviewing us on iTunes. Also, if you have the time, send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com since fan emails make up a good chunk of our show. We really appreciate it. Come on down to the Puckle Podcast website today.
3: Yeah.
0: And on to the topic, our topic today is actually a top 10 of our favorite non-player characters in Pokemon, whether they be very memorable or they become, like, kind of cult. So I think we should start from the bottom, of course. Uh, Obviously, this is all opinion-based. If you don't like our ordering, (laughs) change it for yourself. Send us an email at pucklepodcast.gmail.com with your expressions of outrage.
1: Or you could just send us a mailbag telling us your favorite NPC. Yeah,
0: so <laughs> uh, so oh. moving on, I think our number 10 is Tierno.
1: From, uh, X, and from
0: y. X and Y. One of your friends, quote-unquote, that you have a total emotional bonding moment with, of course. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that he just loves to dance, and his shirt is the best thing ever. Uh, that Vanillite? <laughs> yeah, the Vanillite shirt. Yeah. And I, I mean, you have... can actually
1: buy it. Did you know that? You can yes, buy Tierno's yes.
0: shirt online.
2: Oh, that's great.
1: <laughs> I think you can also get like a shirt similar to him in the X and Y games. Oh, you, you can. That is true. Yes. In the X, no, X and Y you you game, don't, you, you can get, get a
2: Vanillite shirt, no. It. But yes, and you can the, buy
0: the vanilla shirt online at Level Up Studios. That's great. Level Up Studios actually has a lot of cool stuff. I buy stuff from them all the time.
1: Tierno and his corfish.
0: Yeah, I get uh, <laughs> And his corfish. Yeah, he's got this vanilla shirt, but never gets a Vanillite. You notice that? <laughs> well,
1: yeah, the lights are pretty rare in cows. That's I true.
0: I guess so. Not really, but <laughs> I try to justify things. <laughs> but uh, no, but not really. Like uh, you know, it's just a classic tailwind moment. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. Tierno is just one of like just all of those characters in general. I just didn't feel much of an emotional connection to. They were supposed to be like your friends, yeah. but you met them and then they would just run around with you. And I got so excited at the beginning of X and Y because they were running around the forest with you. And I'm like, oh that my gosh, lame. if this was in every area, that would be kind of sweet as I'm going through the game. <laughs> but no, yeah. it's not. It's we not. It was just the first game. area.
1: But what, what, what distinguishes uh, Tierno that makes him better than like Shauna or Serena or uh, the other little orange-haired guy? <laughs> I forget his name. I don't know his name. His name is pretty cool. Trevor. Trevor. Trevor, that's right. Trevor, Trevor, that's right. The Ralts boy who likes to study Pokemon, has low self-esteem. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Well, Tierno. And, oh, at the end of the game, he's just sitting over Coomareen City Mm -hmm. on the ledge, looking out into the distance. And I think that's probably what would do it.
0: Really? I think it's that he's... Doing what no other Pokemon trainer has tried to do before, and that's to teach all of his Pokemon to dance.
2: <laughs> oh, I feel like Dolph <laughs> Dol awesome. probably has done that, but they're just not important. No one cares about them.
0: No one cares, but he's the first person that's actually, like, mentioned that, and that's like his lifelong dream, and yeah, that's what like, he says he's, every he's single Pokemon time. a dance team. I'm building a dance team. That's,
2: great. I love the anime, that's a really like, odd choice. Like, like even in the anime, he's like anime, like, his whole, like, strategy is he just, like, claps, and yeah. the Pokemon just, just fight. Like, yeah. Oh my god. It's, gonna, it's a good time.
1: Beauty. He needs to understand the beauty that is Yuludicolo. <laughs> right. Uh next number on the list, nine. N- number nine, is A Z. Also uh, known as the Ancient King Alistair from uh, a yeah, thousand I, years ago.
0: I thought he was a really cool character. He was also very giant. And
1: <laughs> he's <Yeah>. immortal. <laughs>
0: he he is immortal. He's immortal because he tried to like kill the whole world. And <laughs> All these other things. Game Theory actually has, like, a really cool thing about that right now. About yes. the multiverse due to the weapon being fired or not fired. Yeah, like... Which is really cool. It's a really good idea, and I really like it. But, uh, that has nothing to it has very little to do with the character. So, AZ is... That, I wish they would have get... I think I said this before, like, in a review of X and Y that we did, that I really wish that AZ would have gotten more
2: of a story. They, sh- they should have, because his team, too, when-
0: yeah, his team doesn't battling, make any it's sense. Like, it's kind of odd. And it's,
2: it's like, what is... It, I'm really
0: they, waiting for that third version to come out, and maybe it would explain it a bit more.
2: Two of them made sense to... to I mean, degree, even if, had, if like, they... Even, coach, if, like, okay.
0: <laughs> even if they pulled, like, a Pokemon Platinum, and it was just, like, an additional story, and it, you know, how it highlighted... It highlights Garatina, Just highlight, you know, highlight Ziggard, and highlight AZ. Just give him a bit more of a story. Just give them some... I want more. I want to dig in. But Pokemon and, does it a lot, I just find. Yeah. There's a lot of things in and the lore... Think
2: about the team now? Like, that makes sense.
0: I, it's just like the lore behind some of these things, and I just... I always want more. I'm always left hungry for more yeah. in the stories. And they do it, and it's there, it's and it exists. Places. And it's just like, just explicitly have one person in the game be like, Dark and Cresselia hate each other! Just, just one person <laughs>
1: that says that. Something like that, you know?
0: Yeah. Because that's there are always on... these
1: connections that are drawn. Something I've always liked about uh Pokemon is that you have to really delve deep into the games to understand the lore. That, I it. guess that's true,
0: but you like at the same time, I would like it to be more canon, you know?
2: Yeah. Because a lot of it's just not really A lot of
0: it becomes like theories and then you end up with people on Reddit who don't understand. And <laughs> yeah. Guys, I don't get it. <laughs> and it just right. it's confusing. But either way, I, I don't know. A Z is just one of those characters I felt like he just needed more bulk. And he just didn't get it.
2: He did. I kind of understand better bit about the team, though. Because think about, like, Golurk and Siglyphs, they're just kind of like old, ancient Pokemon.
0: Yeah, 3,000 tor- years
2: old. Torkoal to is just a Tortoise, and Tortoise, they're old. Live forever. That's the best, best... You know what, that's actually... The best you're, part. You're good.
0: You're good. I'm hoping, I'm hoping in the third version, or whatever happens...
2: They should have... They should they, that we get it. his
0: Floette, finally. Oh,
2: we <laughs> still need that thing. Because that's ordered. been in the
0: game codes in Section and Y, and nothing's been said of it.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least let me
0: battle it or something. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, yeah. But moving on, I think we should go to number eight. Number eight is Trickmaster. From the Trickmaster, House on route, I believe, um, 111?
2: Whatever the boat's Slateport. I
0: believe it's 111. <laughs> but either yeah. way, just north of Slateport. Uh, I, I love this because I was actually... I was going through the Trickmaster's house to get some TMs. And yeah, then I yeah. watched the anime episode where Ash goes to the Trickmaster's house. And it was hilarious because it was like... The Trickmaster was on some kind of drugs. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he was on, like, speed or something.
1: I've concealed myself beneath this potted plant!
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, because he goes in there, and so there's, like, this competition to, like, get through the mazes and everything first.
1: Yeah, I remember it, and it was like...
0: he just keeps continuously, like, he's, like, he's he's a generic cartoon character that just hurts himself all the time. And (laughs) Ash is just, like... And all the character, like all of your, like May, Ash, Max, and Brock are always just like, is he okay? Like, he, he, it looks like he's hurt. And the girl that's with him, no, he does this all the time. It's like, well, this sounds like, uh, it sounds like <laughs> something a drag, drug addict would do, you know?
2: Like,
0: <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, no, how weird now, is like, it that the guy, the like, hides under plant pots and stuff?
2: I'm... I want to, th- I want, oh my god. I wanted, like, fan art of him, like, under a plant. Or, like,. <laughs> him in like the bookshelf like cramped in there or, like <laughs> i want the, i want to like that'd be great
1: some that. kind of fan art like that that would be great i actually have a fun fact kind of it's a little bit of a tangent, but it's actually really interesting okay go for that, it. that that same episode that the trick master is in yeah. is the episode where jigglypuff starts chasing ash, ash ash's group because a Whismer appears in that episode yeah, and the yeah, Whismer doesn't that. fall asleep while mm-hmm. it sings, and so Jigglypuff's life dream is complete. Somebody actually listened yeah. to yeah, it Yeah,
0: that's when it stops, stop, stops following him. That's right. Yeah. Oh, man. that's a, I didn't even notice that. I didn't pay attention during that show. <laughs> Wait. Uh,
2: in the, in the anime, does Trickmaster have, like, purple hair?
0: No, I don't think so.
2: Oh. Okay, that's a weird guy, then. Like, the one, like, I, I just searched this is art, and I just see, like, this guy in, like, a carnival ring like, <laughs> with a ringmaster outfit, the yeah. big bow tie and, like, purple hair and this weird tin mustache. <laughs> I right. like, so so uh, play through,
1: this. play through all of the Trickmaster games and get your tent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, moving I on, I did. we should move on to number seven. I think it's, I think
0: it's on a lot of people's list. Uh, youngster Joey from Gold Silver and Heart Gold Soul Silver, uh, mostly because he's the first person that you ever like give your phone number to in <laughs> Gold and Silver. So he continuously calls you and tells you about his top percentage. Rat-a-tata. Rat-a-ta. ratata, ratata, ratata. <laughs> Uh, Rattata. I, my my rat, my rotata is in the top percentage of what uh of
1: ratata. <laughs> of
0: ratata so like that's not saying much at all that's like being like my uh my Maybe. pinky toe is in the top percentage of pinky toes
1: what if his uh ratata has like five ivs or something i mean even then i don't care it's still a ratata <laughs> like <laughs> it's still a ratata
0: uh it does but, about it does eventually if you keep rebattling him it does evolve into a Raticate, just for anybody who's wondering. But he just nice. calls you constantly and tells you about that Rotata, and it's annoying. You could just you could ask him about it, you know. Yo, Joey, how's that Rattata of doing? doing? It's you know. dead. <laughs> he doesn't catch anything else either. Like some poco, some some trainers, when you rebattle them in that game will actually, like, add Pokemon to their team sometimes. Yeah. But Joey does not. It is continuously Rattata to eradicate, and then it, it maxes out at, like, some level. I forget which level, but yeah, you know, Youngster Joey is just one of those, like, nostalgia choices. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess we should move on to another nostalgia choice, the Magikarp salesman. Scrawn came up with this one.
1: Yes. Uh, You first see him in the original Pokemon games whenever you're outside the Pokemon Center of Mount Moon, I believe. Yeah. And he sells you a Magikarp for 500 Poke.
0: Well, actually, that's actually really cool. If you didn't start with Squirtle, of course. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just level 20 and it'll level up and it'll become a Gyarados. And you'll have this really cool Pokemon very early on in the game before you get the old Rod. And it would be really cool, honestly, if I would have done that as a kid.
1: He's just—he's basically describing, he'd give me 500 Poké and we'll, I'll sell you this really awesome Pokémon. And then, yeah. like, the Conundrum comes in, well, it's Magikarp, but Magikarp does evolve into Gyarados. I mean, it's
0: at, like, level 5, and if you actually were to go through the patience, by the time you take on Misty, your Pokémon should be about level 20.
2: Yeah. And you,
0: so you'd, you'd have right, a Gyarados by then if you were right, very right. patient. Yeah. But as yeah. a kid, it was just like, this is awful, put it in the PC. be done and then he actually comes back in other games i think he was in black and white too he sells you another magic cart or in black and
1: white it was either in black and white or black and
2: and white for sure yeah i I think he
1: was also in the fourth generation games around uh jubilee right oh he might have been yeah you're right i think he's like appeared in almost all of the games yeah,
0: it's well, just like he appears in
1: the anime all the time. Oh yeah, and he sells uh, Jesse and James magic. Uh, magi- he
0: sells them. He sells them a Magic Carp once. He, he throws them a whole
2: bunch of things,
1: and then he again
0: sells them a Feebas. No, it that, was a Magic Carp that painted was painted, like painted magi- which was a painted Magic Carp. He sells them an evolution machine, which doesn't work. Oh no, it he does. He it's actually a legitimate, like, working evolution machine. But the thing is, Team Rocket sets it up incorrectly. Uh, he sells them a weeping bell that knows sweet scent, but they had to give up oh, yeah. their victory bell. And it just ends up evolving to a victory bell later in the episode, and like leaving with James's former victory bell. The best part
2: about that is then it eats um it eats um Jesse. Yeah, it eats Jesse instead of James. And then they both elope. <laughs> the greatest thing it'll leave. They also it's... um yeah, they also get sold a chimakka, which is a hopip. Yeah. Um.
0: It all it all makes sense
2: one more i don't
0: know. yeah they do it it happens a lot and it's just one of those memorable things i think it's that creepy. reminds me more from like the anime than it does in the games yeah
2: but, uh, but i digress.
0: There. <laughs> uh number 5 on our list we actually start getting to like cool stuff now uh <laughs> we have the ghost girls that appear both in x and y which is real creepy when you just go up on the second floor i believe of one of the buildings in lumio city there's a girl that just appears and kind of glides and is just like no you're not the one and just disappears. And nobody's ever noticed anything else that has to relate to relate to like what whatever, you know. And uh, eventually you'll see her again in Oras or at least another girl that's just like the same thing mm-hmm. on uh, Mount Pyre. And she does the same thing and I think that's actually like one of the creepier things that they've done in uh Pokemon.
3: There,
0: are, just...
1: th- there are a lot of theories going on around it. Yeah, And go for one it. of them involves uh Hoopa. Yeah. Like... That can make sense. Yeah, but I I'm not really Hupa sure on the specifics. And all that. Yeah, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because that's how they explain the Mirage Islands because Hoopa. Oh can yeah, I agree its, with
0: that entirely from Hoopa.
1: Uh Hoopa can like make its rings grow up to several miles in length, which are capable of like transferring islands to mm-hmm. different areas of the world. And that explains the Mirage Islands entirely.
0: It does. <laughs> it really does. Um Yeah, that's definitely one of the big ones. There's Wait, also
1: Here's the clincher. Yeah, Hoopa has 3 rings and you can find 3 mirage spots every day. <laughs> that's the clincher right Look there. Look at that.
2: Wait, what do you what? mean 3 mirage spots cuz I can like go to 7 of them?
0: Well, no, you go to 7 of them when you can <laughs> uh well, not with the legendary pokemon, but the mirage islands. You can get you can get yeah. more of them if you street pass people. Yeah. Okay. So. So that's why you get more, but yeah. Uh I, I really do I I have huge hopes for Hoopa. But mm-hmm. I digress. Moving on, we have uh, number four, Mr. Bonding, which is Shamu's like Mr. Favorite.
2: Bonding. <laughs> he's so creepy. It's like
1: almost as creepy as
2: he's saying he's Mr.
1: Bonding. Right. Right.
0: My Mr. favorite Mr. thing Bonding. in uh my favorite thing in X and Y whenever you find him in the Pokemon Centers is that he's always like looking at the corner of the room. Is just like he's just like standing in the yeah. corner looking at the corner. I was <laughs> like, what are you looking at? What are you looking at? Mr. Bonding like, gives everybody, for those of you who don't know, the O powers in X and Y, and I guess in Oras, kind of. Uh, in a
2: in a way, yeah. In a way. Like uh, the fact that you close your eyes
3: mm-hmm. to
2: bond with. <laughs> it's
3: just
2: it's, like, it's really
1: it's really questionable in nature. Very, let's not go any further than
0: Yeah, let's that. let's leave it there. But that's, that's, it's very questionable in nature. But the cool the uh the mis- I like the O power mini quest thing that they do in X and Y w- or Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire are a lot better. Where you go find yeah. like different people and then they all merge well, into you don't really for some reason.
2: You don't really go find them. You literally in the Maulville Pokemon Center, you just yeah. go in, talk to them, leave, go back back in, talk yeah. to them go back. It's like it's all you do.
0: Yeah, but then they go upstairs, right? To
2: Yeah then after you get them all you have to go upstairs to mm-hmm. you know you have to go find the powerless guy or whatever. The guy with <laughs> oh, yeah. like nothing. He's Yeah, like, he's in the Maulville heights though. Yeah, and then you go to, I think, the bonding room, and you bring the guy there or whatever. Yeah. And they, they, all these bonding guys, they have, like, weird, they're, like, the balding old yeah. guy, like, the po- Yeah. Book fan or whatever. And they have, like, rainbow-colored hair, like, one yeah. of them's pink another yellow. That's really cool. <laughs> and then, like, one by one, they fuse into this guy.
0: And, and... it turns out to be Mr. Bonding. It makes and no and sense. They're all it Caucasian,
2: makes... but he turns Latino or whatever. Yeah, it, like, makes, it makes no sense. Dancer. It's fine. Like, it's great though. It's just so <laughs> random, so stupid.
0: Uh, one of my favorite. It's great. Moving on, my favorite is number three, uh, Zinnia, from Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. For spoiler alert, of course, for those of you who haven't finished the games, but the games have been out for like two months, so I I assume <laughs> as a Pokemon podcast, I'm allowed to talk about these things. So Zinnia That's... is like the last of this dragon worshiping people. That wants to go train Rayquaza, essentially, to help save the world. And she ends up losing, like, real bad. But uh, my favorite things about her is not just... First of all, her character design is really cool. I think it's really cool. To have a stronger, like, female presence in the game, you know? Because a lot of times you'll... I mean, gym leaders are pretty good in that they're essentially 50-50, male to female. But at the same time, the gym leader's role is in the game, except for maybe, uh, I would say, red and blue and black and white, has been pretty diminishing. And it's not yeah. nearly as memorable as it used to be. Like, in red and blue, it was very memorable in that it was just like, yeah, no, I beat Blaine the other day. And you just associate these personalities with these gym leaders.
1: Yeah, the other day, I beat Ramos. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> uh it's not nearly as easy now, and the gym leaders, especially like what was it? My the one that I would say for at least me is the biggest defender of this is the Grass type gym leader in X and Y. Is that Ramos? That's, That's Ramos. Ramos. Yeah i I remember absolutely nothing about him because at least in at least for both uh, in X and Y, at least in Santalune City, you get some kind of build up for who the gym leader is. And uh, yeah. I forget what's the other one, Comarine. No, not Comarine. It's Com- C- C- is Ramos. Comarine is, yeah, yeah it has Ramos. Who's um, the guy with the Rock Type gym leader? Oh, that's um That's uh that's not Jason. What is his name? Grant, Grant. yeah, I but Grant, thinking, like, There's literally. there's a build-up to him as well. There's like a small yeah. build-up to him. And then there's a huge build up to uh oh my gosh, the fighting type gym leader.
2: Corina, I don't Karina. know if it's a it.
0: Yeah, Corina There's a huge build up to that because she's actually involved in the story. And then yeah. Ramos comes and it's just like you are the most unmentionable person I will ever have. I have this go go, yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, but then there's Clemont, and he's kind of not-rememberable because, you know, his yes, gym is at least really cool, you, and
3: it's very unique. Uh-huh.
0: And then there's the fairy-type gym leader, and I remember her only because she has a really cool-looking gym on the outside, and she was also fairy-type. Yeah. Uh, the psychic-type gym leader, not so much either. And then, Olympia. you know, at least was, yeah. at least uh... The ice-type gym leader at the end, it was very, very memorable, because they were involved in the
1: story to some extent. Thatch, I think that Shamu has been trying to say something for Oops. the past five minutes. I don't oh. remember
2: what I was trying to say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize, oh, Shamu. Oh, it, it was, um, it was with Like, the fact is, you go, you to the first city that you go to, but you can't access the gym.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: So you like, oh, what, wonder what the gym leader? And then you gotta go all the way yeah, around. it's, like, oh, it's very,
0: gym- it's very much like, a Giovanni.
2: Yeah. And... Like, you can't access him right away, but... Mm-hmm. Not quite as evil, though. Yeah, <laughs> but either know, way, even, like, I, just, I just I
0: think wait. that Zinnia is one of those characters that's very memorable. And <laughs>
1: oh, that was a tangent, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, I, I, we were talking about Zinnia, and we somehow got <laughs> to gym leaders. Uh, I really well, do, do like know, Zinnia, and I liked her story with her whizmer named Aster. But there was obviously somebody else named Aster in her life that was just no longer alive. If you remember the that from creepy the end.
2: thing of the theme, like, like it seemed like. Whoever the Aster was was like reincarnated or like possessing the
0: I don't know if they were possessing the I think she named named the Wismer Aster She named Aster the Aster but it just
2: seemed how how the Wismer responded like even with like the name no, things, like, I don't think so. A... I think you're looking weird. too much into it. I'm looking into it a lot but it just seemed weird to me. It just
0: uh, We should move on yeah. to our number like, 2 choice yes. which is uh the the last outside of Rock Tunnel in Red and Blue who predicted Muna, or at least predicted I want to put predictions in quotes. Is it uh
1: Rock Tunnel or Mount Moon. It's it's Rock Tunnel. Rock Tunnel.
0: It's right before you get to Lavender Town. Uh yeah. where we're located today. Uh and it, it, that was a joke that fell very flat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, i <I'm> sorry. The <laughs> prediction uh, <laughs> she says Pokémon are so cute. There should be a pink one with fo- with a floral pattern. And, like, I don't want to say that, that they predicted, because it goes all over the rampant in the internet. Oh, they predicted Muna, and it's like, no, they didn't. They just made one with a floral pattern. There were only so many things they could do. How can you left.
2: predict it if you make it?
0: Yeah, exactly. And so it wasn't, I, I I have a very strong theory that that was made because of the, like, they were coming up with Pokemon designs, and they're just like, oh, wouldn't it be hilarious if we made one just like we said we should? And then they did. <laughs>
2: Yeah. And, and it turned out to be complete ass. And
1: <laughs> they it the re evolution to the Pokemon that basically is the predecessor to half of the subplot of the yeah. black and white games. Which exactly. is That's true. <laughs> exactly. that is and, true.
0: Exactly. I mean I mean, they designed but, it they design I think they designed it because of this quote, not the quote predicted it or anything. But yeah. you know, it's uh it's interesting. It's really cool that they at least remember the old games when they're designing the new ones. Yeah. I mean that's what I think it is evidence of. Certainly. But, uh we have our last one, right? Yes. Our last one is yeah. Looker. Uh number one. Da-da-da-da! Looker. Looker. <laughs> Where? <All right>.
2: Sorry. <laughs> Where? Where? Uh, um,
1: well, so uh, I'll I'll go ahead and give a bit of a brief synopsis on Looker for our listeners. Yeah, go for it. Looker first appears in uh, platinum version, or I, I believe. Yeah, uh, it's, platinum. it's platinum. It's platinum. Version and, on he, the island or something. and he appears in Jubilife City first. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he is a member of the Pokemon International Police. Mm-hmm. And he is he constantly throughout the games is trying to help thwart slash study the what the evil team of the generations are doing. Team Galactic. Team Galactic the first time and then Team Plasma and Yeah, he's uh, trying
0: to hunt down the sages in the end of black and white.
1: Yeah. And you yeah, help him arrest that. them. Every
2: time you find
1: him, yeah. In uh in Kalos he sets up a little that's where his office is. And uh you find out that uh well, you don't find out a whole lot. you make friends with this little ruffian girl and then you go around and you tidy up Lumio City.
0: I actually really enjoyed that though. That's my that favorite was, thing like really the cool, looker the looker thing. bureau missions were great compared to like a lot of other things. It was very on par with the delta episode I think the Delta episode just had more epicness in that you're riding Rayquaza into space and like destroying an asteroid
1: mm. yeah. and, uh, and then in oraz, I actually haven't found out what he does yet in oraz, but he's like, oh in... no actually do so anything.
0: what happens in o- in oraz is that you get a uh, it does. What happens is, you find him on uh, the Battle Resort Island. Yeah. And yeah. you'll you'll find him, he has amnesia.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you'll get, some lady will come and pick him up and take him to his house, and then you go into the house, you talk to him, he'll give you autonite. Yep. And that's have... pretty much it. He just has amnesia. He's, he's making, like, a small think... cameo. Okay. How he ends up on the beach, though, that's, that's an interesting question. That's hilarious. It's just yeah.
2: like... <laughs> Isn't there, like, um... You, you only know to that say that like Moros one... became before XY? Yeah, there's
0: there's some there's thoughts that that's what happened, and maybe his name isn't actually Looker, but uh, people just call, like gave him that name, and he's going around being an international police officer. Oh my god! Oh, that's my... The Oh my god! That's, the
1: <laughs> that's really funny, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the way I took it. Like before the whole multiverse idea came in. I don't was like, maybe these are the like origins that. of Looker. Like, they find Looker, and they tell him, oh, you're a, you're a Looker. You look pretty handsome, you know? And then he's just like, that's my name now, and I'm going to go be a police officer. <laughs>
2: that sounds so great.
0: Right? <laughs> I really wish
2: We're that bit.
1: ends up developing. A <laughs> I
2: don't know there. I would
0: like to see what happens in the next game and what happens with yeah, Booker there,
1: because ultimately he doesn't really do a whole lot. I mean, in the in the fourth gen platinum, he bursts he busts open the wall with Crow Gunk. yeah. And in the fifth gen, he runs around and like helps you arrest the sages. Arrest them.
0: But... It's the actually the only game where justice is actually done.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but other than that, he really doesn't do a whole lot. No. It Tells you to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Gives you odd for some reason. But
0: I don't know. He's just been. He's a nice character. Oh, he just had it in his story. pocket. That's what
2: happened. Yeah. He just had it in his pocket. Yeah, he just had and it. it. And so he gives it thanks. to you. Like, so... uh,
1: in the anime, he, he appears several times as yes. well. And he just does various things. Uh, especially mm-hmm. in the movies, I believe. Yeah, he does. I don't know if he's in the movies.
2: But yeah, I don't think he, he might be. In...
1: He's in the show. He's in, in the one. show. I
2: don't even think he's in... he's in the show. I don't think he's in a movie. He's though.
0: not in the movie. Okay. But, yeah, oh well. Looker is a really cool character. I think he's definitely one of the cooler characters that we have in the Pokemon fandom. I don't know. It would have been cool if he would have been involved in the Delta episode somehow, but... <laughs> I know Rayquaza, that's... you are under oh.
3: arrest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, somebody
0: please do an art of that. Like, I want to see some fan art of that. Like, Looker, where, the, like, in front of Mega Rayquaza, like, you're under arrest. But either, <laughs> way, I think I'll. I think oh, we'll God, leave it there. Shit. I think we'll leave it there, and we'll head over to commercial break. So
1: uh, <laughs> catch you guys on the flip flop. Come on over to Rhinestone Steakhouse. We're throwing some mighty nice specials where you can buy two Bloomin' for the price of one, or even a limited. T- limited time for of febas come on wednesday where you can get a three course meal for 11.99 rye horn steakhouse where if it moves we'll serve it pokemon of the episode
0: and welcome back our pokemon of the episode today is national dex number 461
1: weavile the sharp claw pokemon Evolution made it even more devious. It communicates by clawing signs in boulders. Really?
0: That's actually very interesting, That is clawing signs in the boulders. <laughs> That's, That's some pretty sharp claws. <laughs> I mean, I was really pumped when 4th uh, and... Gen was my jam. Uh, <laughs> and so I actually really liked Weavile when he was
1: released. Because
0: yeah. not only does he have that base 120 speed, but a base 125
1: attack. And it was uh, a little bit harder to get, so you had to definitely work mm-hmm. toward it. Which was it nice. was
0: it was a lot of fun to use competitively though. Uh oh, yeah. he,
1: his defenses are horrible. It, don't get
0: me wrong. His good. defenses are awful. Oh yeah. But I actually had a lot of fun back and forth gen running him. But at fifth gen fifth gen was really the kicker because you had all those fighting types show up. And with that times four fighting weakness, he was just not viable. Oh.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Plus the steel weakness now, too, with more common yeah. steel like Lucario. Oh, and...
0: especially now, because fairy-type made steel types become oh, very day, common.
2: <laughs> he's still yeah. OU, though.
0: Yeah, no, no, it's really, it's it's, it's like it's like bottom-rung OU, though.
2: It is, though, yeah. It's just a glass cannon. But... It's BL.
1: It's I mean, the it hits over. hard, though. No, he's not.
2: It, it, he's it'll he's, hit he's OU. He's OU still. Yeah, he will hit actually, hard. Actually, he? Actually, I might
3: be wrong.
0: No, he's, I he's I BL. Okay, he's, sure. he's is he B- BL.
2: BL sounds right, actually, thinking about it.
0: But I think that yeah, means he's using run, just, OU because nobody is just like, "Hey, you want to do a BL match?"
2: I've never <laughs> yeah, had no, anybody then. come up to me and just Ooh. like,
1: "You want to play BL?" Like eight Pokémon possible.
2: <laughs> BL's not even a tier. I <laughs> know. Like Kirim yeah. is the king of BL. It's basically you're not <laughs> in all good actuality to show you, and you're
1: not bad enough to be UU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, it's, it's an awful place to be in your life. It's Pokemon Limbo. <laughs> yeah, it is. And
2: Kurum has been there almost his entire life. <laughs> like, literally, you go, BL, like, years ago, I went to Smogon. BL, what's in BL? Um, Wobbuffet, Kurum. I don't see something else. Like, okay, now, what's in BL too, <laughs> <laughs> Uh
0: But either way, it was, uh, like, I don't know, I like, I like Weavile's design.
2: Oh, yeah, well, I did too. Uh,
0: can we get some
1: trivia, Doctor? Yep. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, same, it's, Weavile is the same weight as Dawn. What? <laughs> so it's Porygon Z, yeah, so Weavile <laughs> and Dawn are the same weight.
3: Okay, okay.
2: Also, highest base speed of any ice type, and it's tied for the highest, the fastest dark type dark Darkrai. Okay,
0: well that's actually really interesting, yeah. honestly. And then,
2: no other Pokemon has its type combination, except for its evolutionary line.
0: It actually was. I just saw this. It's uh, it's, uh, it was actually one of the pre-release Pokemon it was. before they shifted uh, generations.
2: It was. A, it's basically yeah.
0: a third-slash-fourth-generation Pokemon. Yeah,
1: I really I miss them doing that. They haven't done it in the um, past few generations, really. Bonslide, Munchlax, and WeFile. They haven't used the anime
0: as well as I would have liked them to as an well, advertising thing. Weather. And way before I could even hear about the games,
1: show me a new Pokemon in the anime. I wish they would do uh, that again. Well, what they yeah, what they did was it was Lucario yeah. and the Mystery of Mew, the Pokemon. Spy. Yeah, I remember spy.
2: that. She My had two Weavile. I remember Lucario that, and were also announced with Weavile or shown with Weavile. Yeah. So.
0: They made cameo, but you know, I, I, I miss like Kecleon being announced like two years before. Oh yeah, uh, that was Ruby like, and Sapphire were announced. That was awesome. Blaziken too. And Blaziken wasn't. Blaziken was shown. He was, really close, in, he was he was shown in the episode uh, even after. They had, it like, they showed, Kids WB, back when they were showing the show, uh, Blaziken was in the Silver Conference episodes. Yeah. And what happened was, Kids WB actually showed, like, a preview for the Hoenn anime before that episode even happened. Oh. And when that episode happened, I think Ruby and Sapphire were already out. I don't... I believe so.
2: I remember remember not knowing it, though, so I don't know. I was just like, this
0: is really cool. I'm just like, but it's a little too late to use as an advertising ploy. I already bought your
1: game. So. <laughs> well, uh, one of the neat things about Weavile that I've often noticed, like a lot of people ask, do Pokemon eat each other? Weavile is a good example of that because Weavile eats Pokemon eggs.
0: Ooh, that's true. Um, that's the more other a weasel like, in that sense. Then other
1: confirmed Pokemon are Pidgeot eat Magikarp, and Swellow eat Wormpole.
0: Ooh, I, I mean, uh, considering that they came out with that whole like form, you know, for their uh, for the other people that do Pokemon stuff and saying, don't mention a Pokemon food chain, like, whatsoever. Pokemon <laughs> breaks its own rules so many times. Like, <laughs> don't mention a food chain. Well, these Pokemon eat each other. So, mm-hmm. food chain.
2: Yeah. There's, there's, the I wouldn't call it a chain, but it's a food line. Just, I, you, you, <laughs> you <know. laughs>
0: I mean, the, the humans don't eat anything. The Pokemon, I, I'm, I'm assuming everybody's just a vegetarian. Uh,
1: berries. <laughs> there's,
2: like a, there's like a secret... Everybody everybody in like the
1: Pokemon world's meat. diet consists of berries. I mean, like Slowpoke Tails, people.
2: Yeah, that's
0: awful. No, that's true.
1: Uh, either <laughs> way, I think that's <laughs> it for the Pokemon of the episode. If you want to
0: learn more about uh, Weavile this week, you can actually go to puckopodcast.com. You can check out some of its sets, that Scrawn setup. Uh, by reading in the meta this week. Uh, Weavile, I think, is a very cool Pokemon. You can run some Ice Punch and some Knock Off and go all day. It's, but, it's a Glass Cannon. Yeah, it's a Glass Cannon, like we said. You run like and, uh, five or six different moves.
1: So. If you ever have any recommendations for the Pokemon Week, just send me an email at bscron at gmail.com and give a recommendation. I already have one for this week, but next week it is completely free. And he will also
0: be... uh taking those via PM as well uh, but Scrawn and I are working on something maybe in the next couple of months we'll have some other system so until next time I guess or, well that's the poke of the episode let's go to everybody's favorite part of the show now
1: the mailbag the mailbag <laughs> it's mail time it's time for the mailbag, mailbag. sending your emails The mail's here! I've got mail. Check your inbox!
3: I've got mail. It's time for the mailbag! Mail. mail!
0: And onto the mailbag. Our mailbag is brought to you as always by Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. And as always, we will be giving out the Green Tauros badge to whoever has the best email here. So our first email comes from Black Gold. Here we go. Hello, Puckle. Tis I, Black Gold. I'm here typing an email due to the fact that I'm sitting here and have my email open, and I'm listening to Puckle, and I haven't emailed in this week. Anyway, let's get going with this email. First, sh- to Shamu, you're doing a fantastic. You're doing fantastic with the UTC, and I'm glad you're taking the time and effort to organize the tournament, and enjoying it. And I'm enjoying it, and it, so is everyone else. Second, oh, to Wiser. Who is trying to save our dearly departed forums? Your new <laughs> article is fun, and I really enjoyed it and appreciated being mentioned. Nate, we can have that old tumbleweed. Oh, now we can save that old tumbleweed we call forums. It's not. It's pretty active. <laughs> Third, to the late, last episode host, great job on the episode. Hopefully, Bo survived the bear attack. Fourth, <laughs> welcome, pixelated youngster. Anyway, now that I've shouted out my yeah. shout outs, time to comment. The idea of a VGC style attorney would be amazing and I'd have a fun time competing. I believe the mailbag was something to do with my favorite in-game NPC, which frankly, I have no idea what NPC is and I don't have the time or the strength to google it. It's too far. I have tiny arms. Ugh, the Google app is just too far. Anyway, Puckle sorry to take up time in the mail. I'll be on my way. Have a pucklish week. Black gold over and
1: out. Well, uh hopefully you learned what NPC is from this yes. episode. <laughs> Non-player
2: didn't you, didn't character. Then you're, didn't you're er- yeah, there you go.
1: Oh, now pixelated youngster has some nice uh, font. Yeah, That's it's really easy to read. That yeah, is go really for it, champion. It is
2: easy to read. All right, this is from pixelated youngster. Dear Puckle, it's me, the pixelated youngster, back again for my second email. So my friend recently got a 3ds power saves for his 3ds off Amazon. For those of you who don't know what power Saves is, pretty much a watt wire. You plug in a 3DS game cartridge at one end, another end into your computer, and you can upload a bunch of cheats to almost any 3DS game. Pretty much what it is, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's a it's an action replay.
2: It's just like you got a little like yeah. box, cord, download. Yeah, it's an action replay. Keep it's going. an action replay for your computer, yeah. Um, so he plugs into Omega Ruby and comes to school the next day with a shiny DNC, 99 math, 999 Master Balls, an Eon ticket, a full Pokedex, and last but not least, a shiny Hoopa. I'm not going to spoil what happened with Hoopa, but let me say his shiny is awesome. But I'm mad because he ruined what Pokemon was all about. P.S., my birthday just passed on January 13th, and I got an Ocarina from Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. That
1: sounds awful. Nice. I Nobody have...
0: wants to listen to that.
1: Hey, Those things are... I actually have one in my hands right now. <laughs>
2: nope.
1: <laughs> and no. I, I have to, to disagree with you there, Thatch. These are awesome. <laughs> okay. That sounded like a recorder. Oh, God. Stop it.
0: <laughs> okay. That no.
2: Close to a quarter, but it sounded similar. Uh, mailbag. Yeah. For the mailbag, you put. I would have to say my favorite NPC in Pokemon would have to be obviously <laughs> the youngster Joey. Just look at my name, the pixelated youngster. I really <laughs> do think shorts are comfy, and I don't have, and I don't really have anything against Rattata, So why, not? Why not? That's <laughs> it for me. I'll try to participate in the chat and read more articles. See ya.
1: Nice. Wonderful. I, that's wonderful. What really struck me about that mailbag is that he understands that Pokemon isn't about just getting 99 Master Balls. Yeah, exactly. Ma- ma- no, that's, uh, we're yeah. breeding good people. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> Keep on doing what you're doing, you pixelated youngster. Yeah. All right, I've got Subline Manix, Brace yourselves, people. I'm going in hyperdrive. <laughs> How now, trainers, Fashion, and whomever you have co-hosts at this time? Sublime manic here. It has been a hot, long minute since I wrote in, so I thought I'd burden y'all with one of my lengthy letters. My condolences to whomever winds up having to read it, but I know that I write because I care, and that this was originally a good fifty percent longer. I cut it down a lot. Fluffiest, I. Am- Fluffiest and I are just incapable of keeping it short. Shout out to the Fluffiest Whimsicott and the rest of the writing set. Love y'all. Let me start by giving props to your stand-ins last week, keeping things running smoothly in your absence, and maintaining the podcast's consistent weekly releases. As a huge fan of the TCG GBC game, I'm glad I got it covered. I'm glad it got covered. Sorry, since I didn't write in last week, I did want to mention a few things about the game. I thought it was interesting that Psychic Stall Strategy, uh, was so highly favored on the podcast. It is definitely a good strategy that in that area, era of the TCG, but one of my biggest complaints about the TCG on GBC is that matches play so slowly, and that stalled approach is basically trying to deck out your opponent to win, which makes a single match take literally two or three times longer to finish at least. Since so many of the components only have three or four prizes, as opposed to the full six, it makes the amount of time it takes to deck out an opponent compared to just getting KOs comparatively even longer, your patience with the game is clearly greater than mine." My favorite strategy to use in that game is actually Blastoise plus Articuno and company, the regular much stronger Articuno, not the legendary card version that exists only in the GBC game and targets Pokemon randomly, since after playing for a certain amount of time in the game, you basically have access to whatever cards you want between Pokemon Breeder reprinted its rare candy today, Pokemon Trader, and being able to run four Professor Oaks and computer search cards and use more than one in a single turn, yay, pre-supporter and ASPEX Mechanics. It is very easy to get a Blastoise out on turn two. From there, you can spam very strong high-energy attacks very quickly. Anyone familiar with the current TCG format presumably knows Blastoise, Piscaleo, EX, Black Qrem, EX Dex, and Blastoise's ability in base set is basically the same as the one it has today. So the strategy is the same, but with different attackers. Energy acceleration is amazing no matter what area era of the TCG you're playing. I, c- I could go on about this game. I'm really fond of the TCG for GBC and the TCG in general, but I'll stop. I'm just really enthusiastic about the TCG, both the online version and the GBC <laughs> version. Oh my god, what are you doing this to me? I'm like, oh, there's more. Oh, there's more. Okay. Uh, Keep going. So much that I actually considered applying to write about the TCG on the site. <laughs> Instead of the VGC, VGC is yeah. definitely my primary Pokemon passion, though. <laughs> don't get it twisted. I don't think I can now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Okay, the there's, there's the one more part. <laughs> you almost done. This. I've got this.
2: All We're right. Not have more time. <laughs>
1: On to this week's actual question. I'm not sure how broad or narrow the definition of NPC is here, but after reducing it to literally only characters you can neither play nor battle against, I find my favorite NPC in the games to be Professor Elm. This is because of his character both in the games and in the anime, though. His clumsiness, as a person indicated in his design, combined with his intellect and passion for his work, and if evidenced by how often he wishes to debate, conjecture with Professor Oak, when given the chance, is extremely endearing and attractive to me. He's also a great example of a character going from pupil to peer in the series. Be- being the only professor established to be a former student of R- Professor Oak, which is kind of awesome. Their generational gap in student-slash-teacher relationship is also a complementary to the timeline of the series and contributes beautifully to the many connections between the Jodo and Kanto regions, said connections being a huge part of what makes Jodo my favorite region and what makes them be both special in the fran- franchise in spite of not being as topographically complex and grandiose as newer regions have become. There can be a beauty in simplicity in portraying relationships that tie things together Sorry, Elm is also notably the only professor in the series that wears glasses. How did that happen? Not gonna lie, Professor Elm is a sexy nerd and the thirst is real. I'd go full Brock mode on it. Stay fabulous <laughs> and don't wear socks with flip flops. Sublime manic. All right, moving on. We
0: have
2: what uh... question? Why do we have Tierno but not Professor Oak on our list? I don't know. <laughs> <Why> do <you laughs> not have Oak.
0: Uh, Sue painter. <laughs> This is from Sea Painter. Ahoy there, Thatch and Assorted co-host crew. It is not I, not Black Gold. (laughs) Instead, this newly minted Pucalonian (laughs) Sea Painter. I'm a late-in-life trainer who was introduced to Pokemon by my wife at the age of 36. That's actually really cool that somebody who's 36 listens to this show. It started out as a couple's costume. She had ordered a giant mascot-style Pikachu costume for Halloween, and I wound up being Ash. A few months later, we each bought our bought each other th- DS's for Christmas and she insisted we get black and white so we could have a game to play against each other. The first time I was asked are you a boy or a girl I was a bit insulted but the first time I got ambushed in the tall grass I was hooked. Now on to the mailbag. I've been waiting the past few weeks for a question I could answer and now I finally can. There are so many excellent NPCs in the franchise but the ones that currently stick out for me is Youngster Joey from Heart Gold Soul Silver. I tried playing through HeartGold recently because I finished Omega Ruby and it's been years since I played through Soul Silver. Apparently it's been long enough for me to forget about the Pokegear phone thingy works because after my first trainer battle, the kid asked if I want to exchange phone number. And Stupid Me says yes. Now my wife is entertained by my constant cursing because Youngster Joey's calling me every five minutes to talk about a stupid Rattata. I'm so sick of him that I now grudge kill every Rattata and R- Raticate that crosses my path out of pure spite. <laughs> Anyway, that and friends, thanks for a great podcast, excellent website, and awesome community. Fair winds and following seeds, flip flopping seeds, I mean, uh, Sea Painter. Wonderful. All right.
1: It is uh, I, not right. Black Cold. <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> that great. You've got this next one, oh, Shamu, um, um, from Revenite. Uh, Revenite. sponsored? Revenite. Are we
2: sponsored? Hmm? I don't know if we said it. What? We... Oh, yes. Yeah, as, I said it. As beginning. always,
1: remember the mailbag. <laughs> oh, Wait, did say it? I, heard, it? I did say
2: it.
0: What are you guys doing?
2: I don't, I didn't remember. I, didn't remember I it said it that.
0: at the beginning. I do that.
2: You haven't talked so, about the mailbag badge. That's what I was thinking. Like, okay, no, I did. I did uh, talk about it. Shadow, okay. you have this next one from Revenant. All right, yep. Ahoy, resident Blackthorns. It's the elusive Revenant. Back again for a brief email. Let me just start off with a quick joke. How many tickles does it take to make a tentacle laugh? Tentacles. Ugh, ah. uh. ah, tense. Uh. Ugh, <laughs> oh, okay, no. um, Now that I've re- released that from my system, allow me to address an idea that was briefly presented during the last episode. Ethan, my homie, I could definitely run an RPG slash pen, paper, and dice-style Pokemon campaign and put, put the dungeon in Mystery Dungeon, so to speak. In fact, I have a decent amount of research done already. My general idea was to run a game during Pokokon this year for anyone who wants to participate that could actually and if be a there lot are enough fun. people standing, it could be yeah.
0: because enough... I've really gotten a D D&D le- recently and it's I actually I wanted a to oh.
2: I just don't have the exact It'd people like friends but no <laughs> I've got friends but that want to play D&D they're imaginary <laughs> um Shemibos. where was I
1: Shemu's friends are his amiibos we should do a Blackthorn Council D&D session
0: <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> oh my god put it on the
2: YouTube <laughs> <laughs> Alright, keep going, Shamu.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and if there are enough people substantially peaked by my fellow RPG player, Scron, could run another game. Whoa, anyway, you're gonna read people... that,
1: Shamu. <laughs> <gonna pick> that. <laughs> you better read that, you're Hashtag. Not gonna, you're not gonna take that. Anyway, hashtag. the people. Hashtag <laughs> Scron is cooler than Ethan, and
2: you better know that's true. <laughs> anyway, the people on this side are. Are interested, maybe we could start a forum on the topic to scope out more ideas. On to the mailbag. My favorite NPC is N. He has awesome hair, amazing backstory, and I for once still believe he's a Zoroark in disguise. Basically, he was the only reason I played gen. That's all I have for today. Thanks for the awesome epic shows, and here's Tobacco getting old enough to drive. See ya on the flop, floopity-flip-flop trainer overnight. night. P.S. How uh, many
0: don't answer, don't 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 no oh. no
3: oh. no. <laughs> uh. you have got
0: this
1: next one scrawn from uh, yeah we can't read that from Dead Red. You've got this oh, next right. one from Dead Red. Yeah, um, sorry, I'm just recovering. Uh, okay. <laughs> Hello, Thatch, and whoever you managed to stalk for this episode. This is my first mailbag ever. I have been listening to the podcast for a few months now and have learned so much. Thanks for all the knowledge. Also, I would like to commend whoever makes your intro song. Bo-safis. My favorite. Yeah, this Bosifus. My favorite thing from you guys is how you insult every Pokemon of your poke of the day. I mean, I mean, I was pretty good. I thought I, I thought I did a good job with Weavile. And today. Uh, remembering today, uh, Weavile, it, it's a glass cannon. It not can I didn't say care. that. Shamu said that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said
1: I liked Weevil back in well, Gen 4. Remember what we Special did to Monk Leafeon? Leash. That was just mean. <laughs> Leafeon <laughs> is the worst <laughs> ev It
2: was! It was
1: awful! Oh, yeah. All yeah, right, yeah. Leafeon's this Leafeon is bad. Are I also have signed up and would like to participate in your next tournament. Okay, we're, now we'll that get, I have we need to get dates for that, finished buttering the podcast, yeah, time yeah, for the right. mailbag. I have a tie from, okay, I'm reading a mailbag. (laughs) I have a tie for my favorite NPC. The ties between Cynthia and the reappearing ghost children. Cynthia is a strong, independent female character that shows up in a lot of regions. And when I say the ghost children, I don't only mean the no, you are not the one girl. I mean her. The girl in Mount Pyre, the one in the Snowfall City in Sinnoh, and the one in Phoebe's room in the Elite Four. They are all very small details that have had an impact on me. Well, there's my first mailbag. See you on the flip-flop dead red p.s. red is dead
0: okay that's a weird ps Uh, (laughs) well i have this next one from uh, wiser osprey i'll actually take the next one too uh because this one's really short hey guys it's been a while but i figured i'd let some new folks come in and steal the show for a while but now i'm back thanks for all the birthday wishes everyone 21 is a big deal i never thought my birthday could last two weeks but i digress who is my favorite in-game NPC? I'd have to say Tierno. That guy can move. I wish they made some sort of minigame involving him. Anyway, to keep it short, please visit the forums. It's gonna be poppin'. Wiser Osprey. Nice. Alright. I'll take this next one as well. This is from Green Trainer. Greetings, Puckle. With the lack of mailbag question, I wanted to talk about something you guys brought up a couple episodes ago. The devaluing of shiny Pokemon. I know Thatch does not place a lot of value in shiny Pokemon, but there are a lot of players who do. I'm assuming that Dr. Shamu is one of those whose heart races where, when he's ever lucky enough to see those sparkling stars and alternate color scheme cause, come across the screen. Seeing as he uh, patiently sought set for that shiny Kyra, <laughs> I for one spent weeks using the Masuda method in shiny oh. Charm to breed a shiny Charmander in white too. After thousands and thousands of eggs, when that yellow, I'll call it golden, Charmander finally hatched. I knew those had been the days and days well spent. Now, everyone, everybody could just grab one with no effort at all. I have heard that Dex Nav makes it easier to chain and find shinies, but I've had many... <laughs> I did it by accident. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I have had many, many chains over 100 in Omega Ruby with no shiny. So I think that it takes some dedication to catch shinies that way. The, shinies, the shiny distributions is really what bothers me. Hopefully they decided to slow their roll and not distribute as many Shinies, as it really makes them worthless. I mean, Red Gyarados is not special, and if I ever got a Shiny Magikarp, I would never evolve it. And I always thought that Shiny Metagross was awesome. Now everybody has it, that silver and gold has finally dulled significantly to me. Sorry if I'm ranting, but playing Pokemon for a long time and only having a few Shinies to my name, and hate to see them devalued. In other news, not sure how the football fans are there on the Pokemon community, but I wanted to know if you had any predictions for the Super Bowl. I'll take the Patriots thirty-one to twenty-eight. A green trainer out. I hate both teams, so <laughs> like I, there's just no winning scenario because I I don't like Tom Brady, and I don't like the Seahawks coach, and it's and and Misty is a huge Seahawks fan, uh, because she's from Seattle originally, and so I don't know. Like I guess I have to hope they win. I really want them to win more than Tom Brady getting another Super Bowl ring. <laughs> So, I hope I hope the Seahawks win. I was really sad that the Packers didn't go. Oh, but... yes.
1: One that's right. really exciting. And speaking for most people, poke play Pokemon that's not very exciting. Uh
0: Green Trainer. <laughs> uh you've got this next one from Kira 77 oh, well sing, it's the
2: ah. yeah Sing. Oh. Hold there up. Too many up. names. Oh. Yeah. Hold up, hosts and fellow pokalonian Fairly new members sing here writing in. I discovered that the podcast almost a month ago and have greatly enjoyed every new episode and gone back and listened to a few older ones also oh god i especially (laughs) i especially enjoy the poke of the week i jumped on board a little too late to hop on the utc train however i'm looking forward to the next tournament on the subject of tournaments i decided to partake in the currently running hoenn tournament and i'm getting stomped to the team i have been slowly working on is mainly Pokemon from 6th gen which can't compete. Dope. Dope. I'm it it's the Battle of Hoenn I think? Is that? Yeah, yeah, the Don't. Battle of
0: Hoenn.
2: Yeah. So I ended up just throwing in some random pokes basically. Oh ah, well, at least I'll get that Tyrant. I'll be at the cost of a little of my dignity. Alas, the mailbag. I'm going to answer the mailbag question for the episode before last about playing games that you missed. I found this question Quite funny, since the day before the episode, I'd signed up on the forums and posted a picture of my systems with some of my games. I got out of the Pokemon scene from a, for a long time since the release of Fire Red and Leaf Green. I got back into it with the release of X and Y, and enjoyed getting back into it so much that I so much I decided to try it and catch them all. So over the past year, I went back and bought all the games and systems I would need too, so which has led to a lot of poke fun. Keep up the great work on the podcast and website cheers thing okay and my list doesn't help nice. with that name
0: okay so we have like
1: a uh, a book from Flophiest. all right i've got it i've got it <laughs> I'm, I, I never i never back down from a challenge here's <laughs> a challenge here's a challenge Justin? for you okay okay <laughs> well uh let me take a quick drink of water i'm going <laughs> to i think oh that's necessary God. she has written like there a they're like book. a wait to- all right uh, skip every other paragraph <laughs> no
2: i, I don't we, like, see how I many, many words this. are in this, is
1: this uh, like... we can i will do that reading While... is important to expand your like mind 500. all right i've got this you, you want, want to take ready? bets on this how many words there are
2: yeah i think like 500 or it's not more like <laughs> it's insane
1: that's all right i've got this i want
2: to say 700
1: i'm starting now
2: okay start
1: Hello, back from wherever thatch and not sprung from a GS ball co-hosts. First, let me tell you that Viger and Ethan caused me to reach critical blush mass last week. I don't deserve all that love. You guys do. Even if you spent a good six minutes just bashing on my poor dugong, not that <laughs> anything you said about our darling goofy seal wasn't 100% true, of course. I have to say, though, I was not i was thoroughly intrigued by the concept of a theoretical whimsicott badge. Not that I'm saying it should be a thing, but it's interesting. Like, how would it be awarded? To the person who writes the longest email? To the one who squeezed the loudest over some Pokemon's cuteness? To the one who made Makes the best pizza? So many possibilities. I also feel like I should come completely clean about something, since, well, you caught me. The pigeon joke was from way before I had ever even heard of Puckle. You had uncovered one of my most terrible secrets i am an avid practitioner of the dark art of joke necromancy i can't help it it's gripping allure is just too strong in fact it's it is right now irresistibly compelling me to point out that stress cows are tight (laughs) (laughs) it sits on my dashboard now fun fact uh. Before moving on to this week's mailbag, oh goodness, I have a couple of responses to other people's emails from last week. Pixelated Youngster, welcome. Glad to hear you are such a well-articulated young one. Uh, although I have to admit your email had me crying on the inside a little after realizing I am more than old enough to be your mom. Seriously, guy, he's younger than Pokemon and I'm older than the internet. I get shivers just typing this. Black Gold, you awesomely generous trader, I have to friendly counter your counter-argument about the alternate universes in the Pokemon games. I think it is stated quite clearly in the Delta episode, in case anyone who still cares spoilers, that this Hoenn and the one without Mega Evolution exist in two different timelines, which most likely split when AZ used or didn't use the ultimate weapon 3,000 years ago. Of course, we do not get a 100% factual statement because Zinnia is an enigmatic like that— Because Zinnia is enigmatic like that, so you are more than entitled to have a different opinion. But I believe that's what the authors meant to say and the best interpretation of the facts of the game. If anyone is interested in hearing more about this, I highly suggest taking out The Game Theorist's latest episode on YouTube. It says everything that needs to be said about this theory and the evidence to support it from the games, and I thought was made very well. I I do have to say about the last few things they bring up, like the stuff about the cartridges, maybe stretching things a little too far. And I'm not totally sure I agree with them on those. But they are very fascinating nonetheless. All right. I'm going to take another drink of water.
0: <laughs> uh, intermission. <laughs> Whimsicott's email is 958 words long.
1: Oh, God. That's more than <laughs> articles every week. Okay. Um as for steven being involved with wallace or cynthia well i guess we can agree to disagree although i am curious have cynthia and steven ever met in the canon what brings you to this ship besides the obvious awesomeness of sticking two super hot super competent characters together by the way the shipping episode would be fun thatch i would even volunteer to do the research for you guys to spare your poor brains and eyeballs from the worst perils of the internet which is still younger than me i am still suffering and i know darpa but look up the official birthday of the internet the music episode would also be made of awesome. Have you guys seen the videos of the guy who managed to play the Pallet Town theme and the mus- Pokemon Center music on secret bass note mats? He's a friggin' genius, he is. Yes, I have seen that. And yeah. now, oh look, there's a mailbag hidden behind all those parentheses. Because this is not long enough already, Thatch said emails should be at least two sentences. Whimsicott, not at least two pages. Shut up, the other Whimsicott voice. My favorite NPC from the games... Oh, let me just take a second to restrain myself from writing a novel-length ode. Okay, I think I've got this. In, Mr. Natural Harmonia Gropius. You of the tea-green hair and of the relatively crazy height. I hadn't seen AZ yet. You looked so tall. And of the too-fast speech, which I totally did not notice because I read really fast, and I keep pressing A all the time, and the text just appears altogether, and it's still slower than I would like. You who understand Pokemon speech and yet still manage to get your butt kicked in every battle we have. You who are thematically linked to math, love formulas, and have prime numbers in your battle theme, and are thus extra awesome. You who took my character on a Ferris wheel ride and made me an instant shipper. You who translate all of my articles with infinite patience, but mostly you who were pretty much raised to be Gessus' puppet. But still quietly go out into the world and listen, just in case something or someone can change your mind about the future you dream of. A future which you want so badly for the good of all Pokemon, even if you say it will break your heart a little. You, who at times kind of think, kind of seem like you're really just looking for someone to stop you. You, in, are my favorite. You big, crazy-haired wooby. Well, that was not even ten lines long. Go me! I apologize for the length and craziness Uh, and sappiness and wish you all an awesome week. Fluffy flip-flops, the fluffiest whimsicott. Wonderful. Alright, and
0: so that is it
1: for the mailbag this week.
0: Finally. Uh, So who do we think should uh, get the badge this week, guys? Anybody stand out in the back of your head?
1: I don't Uh, want to talk anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anybody else stand out in the
2: back? I kind of want to go with, um, I want to go with Sea Painter.
0: I like, I like the... Sea Painter, too, because he's 36, and I think that's just really cool.
2: I like the story. Uh, I like Wait the a moment. Hmm?
1: Okay, we need to look at uh, Sublime Manic, see if he's gotten it, because his was pretty good.
0: I don't think he did, but I like Sea Painter, and Shamu likes Sea Painter. That's two, to, that's two to one. All right. So, Sea Painter, congratulations. I'll be sending you an email with a code that you need to submit on the website, and you can get the green Tauros badge. So, next yeah. time, uh, you all should be emailing us at pucklepodcast.com or PucklePodcast at gmail.com and check out Pucklepodcast.com. podcast.com. But also. emails uh, about the mailbag question next week. I think I'm going to do a, like a full official review on Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire since I haven't already. Uh, so what are your favorite parts of Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire? If you haven't played it or if you have played it, send that in to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, also, we're going to, uh, you should follow us on Tumblr, Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and if you haven't, most importantly, please do review us on iTunes. If you review us on iTunes, it's a lot easier for other people to find us, and we can help the community grow. And if you got some change jingling around in those pockets, we're still taking donations. So hopefully we can pay, you know, maybe I can be your podcasting slave for another three years instead of two. Uh, So keep that in mind, everybody. Please do that. We can also institute some cool programs.
1: Uh, Anything else you guys wanted to say? Uh, yes, if you do get uh, – if you need badges, remember that we have a new submission system mm-hmm. rather than uh, the previous method of us just giving them to you. So go ahead and send us the submission, Sea uh, Painter.
3: Yes.
0: Uh, so other than that, I think that's it. Please, as I said one more time, email us, pucklepodcast at com. Check out the website, pucklepodcast.com, and also review us on iTunes if you can. Even if you're not listening to us on iTunes, please go to iTunes, review us. It would be very helpful for us. I will forever love you.
2: Ethan senor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. hope you enjoyed the episode. Yeah,
0: so until next time, I'm your host, Trainer Thatch.
1: I'm Scrawn. And
2: I'm, Sh- oh, I'm Shemu.
0: And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.